everybody, welcome to the Midnight Frightcast, episode number 12. Greg's already deaf, I can see it on his face, he's like, you are way too goddamn loud. And that means Greg is here today. No, I was actually going to say something inappropriate, and then you started, and so you kind of caught me off guard. Oh, you should have said, just say the inappropriate Patrick thing now. likes balls. Oh. Um, mm. <laughs> I'm so glad we all got that out now. Uh, I, I'm your host, Josh. I'm here with Greg. What's also, up? Uh, Tom's uh, across the table. Here I am. And of course, we have <laughs> Bo like Patrick over here. <laughs> Sorry, me, Patrick, I love you. Me like the balls. <laughs> um, well, welcome back. This is episode 12. Um, and the group's back. We have a group again, as opposed to the last time where we had just the two of us uh, attempting to talk. Um, now we have four people that will attempt to speak their minds. So uh, welcome back. How's it been going, guys? Good. Good. Nice little break away mm -hmm. from the uh, the podcast. Ready to get back into it? I don't know that I'd call it nice because I like doing this. Yeah, so me too. Not doing it is like, ugh, sucks I ass. Do it. Yeah, I like yeah. to I like to get together and 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 shatterbox. Uh, we're gonna do uh, right out of the gate. Should we just do what we've been watching? Should we uh, start there, or do we do we want to talk about what we've been doing for four weeks? Yes, let's do that. Yes. Does Greg want to start? No. <laughs> okay. Well, I can though. Um, yeah, go. So what would we, we decide? We're, what have we been watching and what have we been doing? Yeah, let's just go with that. That sounds great. Well, as far as what has I been watching, I, I didn't pull it up on Netflix, which is not good, but um, I have been watching uh, NCIS going through on Netflix, uh, catching up on seasons there. I've gotten to the point of where all the seasons that they have on Netflix are have been watched. So I moved on to a show that I've been very intrigued about. I've been hearing a lot of, I don't know if I want to call it controversy, but a lot of, uh, a lot of talk about it. 13 reasons why. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I, I've been interested in it only because I, I can relate very closely to some of the characters in there. Um, when I was in high school, I, or actually it was when I was in college, but uh, one of my friends from high school had actually committed suicide. And so I, I felt very intrigued by the story that was going to be told just to see if it panned out as far as like the connection between how people felt after said person had killed themselves and all that. And so far it's been pretty spot on a couple rough episodes, just yeah. of my own personal empathizing and all that. But, yeah. uh, otherwise it's been a, a great show so far. Um, watched, uh, what have I watched? Shoot, now I gotta think. You usually make a list. You're letting me down, Greg. I know. Well, usually see, go with I've like been out of this for how many weeks long? now? Yeah. And I've I'm completely like out of it. So um I watch oh, you know what I did watch? I watched the movie Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Okay. I've seen this. You've seen that? No, I've, I haven't watched it. I've I've been wanting to. Okay. I've seen it. It's it's really, really good. I it's was not actually not a comedy, right? No, I was actually no. surprised by that because it's starring Tina, Tina Fey, Fey, which automatically screams, hey, this is going to be a comedy. Did she write it? I'm just curious. I don't that I don't know. I do not think she did. Okay. Anyway, sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I, I wanted to watch it because I love Tina Fey. I do too. I, I do too. As far as comedy gold goes, Tina yeah. Fey is right up there with Amy Poehler and just best, the funniest ladies ever. Um, but yeah, this is more of a, it was more of a drama with some comedic aspects to it, but I wanted to see it for that reason, because the one thing that scares me about comedy, and this is kind of where Will Ferrell and uh, Adam Sandler fall into the trap, is are they a one-trick pony? Do they only have one thing that they can really call right. that they're good at? And I wanted to 
hope and pray that Tina Fey wasn't one of those. And she is not. She's actually really good all mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. So I uh, was very impressed by that. Um, I rewatched Superbad. I rewatched, uh, or actually I watched, <laughs> I'm kicking myself for this. I watched Zoolander 2. Oh, no. Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I haven't even seen Zoolander. It scared me. Really? No. Zoolander's hysterical. Oh, okay. This is terrible. Absolutely terrible. I I needed something stupid to watch, and I... You found it. <laughs> I found it. I got what I was looking for. So that's been about uh, everything that I've been kind of consuming up to this point. Yeah. Let's go back to Adam Sandler really quick. Let's. So, uh, what was it, Con this week? Uh, he was in a movie. I'm trying to think of who else is in it. Give me one second. Is that Con- the one with Dustin Hoffman? In it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm looking at it now. It's Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Hoffman's in also the Merowitz story. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He front runner, front runner, Adam Sandler for Oscar nomination this year. For next year, I mean. Really? For this film. Yeah. Front runner. Okay. That's all they're talking about right now is how good he What's was. What's it called? The Meyerowitz story. Mm, heard of it? Because um, he's got the most Razzies, I believe, too. I think it was. He's, a, I think he's, it, he's up there if he doesn't. Yeah, I think it was on a con this week that 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 played and uh. getting huge, like huge review, like rave reviews. And and I saw, I read the article, and I was like, Adam Sandler might be nominated for an Oscar this year. That's crazy. Mm. As much dog poop as he makes. Yeah, what what does it say there? <clears throat> Could you imagine um, him standing up there right now? It is the Meyerowitz stories, new and selected <clears throat> is the name of it. Uh, and a strange family gathers together in New York for an event celebrating the artistic work of their father. Not on Rotten yet? Not, no, because it's a, it's at the festival, yeah. so it wouldn't, yeah. Uh, yeah. it wouldn't be until it's released. Yeah. yeah. But I just wanted to drop that little, <clears throat> that little bit of science on Greg, because I know his take on Adam Sandler. But see, Adam Sandler doesn't hold the same stigma as Will Ferrell does. I mean, we've we've proven both time or for both actors that they can act yeah. outside of their wheelhouse. <clears throat> that's what they just frustrating about choose not that. to for some reason. They choose yeah. to make garbage. Well, and that you know that's what's one of the things he had that new movie on Netflix. He's got uh, Sandy Wexler. Sandy like, Wexler. Yeah, and he's got like an eight picture deal with. Yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. And all horrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. The the movie itself, the plot, <clears throat> the dialogue, everything else. <clears throat> actually would have worked if he didn't do the stupid voice character thing. If he just would have taken the character Mm -hmm. seriously, it would have been a decent flick. To sit through two hours and ten minutes of him going, <laughs> crap. Two minutes. And I just seconds. wanted to poke my eyes out with my thumbs. Uh, I won't watch bad movies. But I but I yeah, but I I I agree that there's something to Adam Sandler that if he if he wanted to, he could be damn fucking yeah, good. He oh could yeah. Act. He's he's, he's proven it. So. He has proven it. Uh, what else was on your list, Greg? Or did you wrap it up? Is, is it Tom? Oh Sawyer? no, you switch over. So sorry. I was. Yes, I, I am done. I was also yeah. going to add. Uh, Tina Fey did not write Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. She was not a writer. Uh, Robert Carlock, Kim Barker, based on the book The Taliban Shuffle. Okay. Mm. Was she affiliated with like producing yeah, or anything a, like that? She was just actor. That? I don't think so. Wow. Just actor. Okay. Amazing. Well, good for her. Cool, Tom. Tom, what do you got? Um, I'm delving into my weird. Stuff so, um, Fargo season three, digging it, love it. Ian McGregor plays two parts, um, he's fantastic. It's not as good as season two, um, but it's Fargo, I love it, yeah. And then, of course, Twin Peaks, the return. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have been waiting forever. Did you watch it? Yep, 
as good as people say it is. I love it, but I love Twin Peaks. I don't yeah. have Showtime, and it's, I wish I did because I love Twin Peaks. Yeah, so I had to rewatch Twin Peaks because I quit like everybody else when you found out who killed Laura Palmer. I was like, eh, yeah. I don't care anymore. I've actually never seen Twin oh. Peaks, so I don't it's know. not for everybody's taste. Yeah. Um, but I had to rewatch like the last three episodes to get myself caught up, and this one is it's even weirder than the series, but. Um, it's very well acted, um, and he's impeccable at the way he shoots. I mean, he just comes up with the most <clears throat> just beautiful shots. He's just fantastic at now, it. Now, is this a wrap-up like on Twin Peaks? Because didn't that show go like unfinished, kind yeah, of? Yeah, no, it, it went with a big cliffhanger because cliffhanger. they got canceled. They got canceled. Yeah. And so, so this, this is But one of the great lines... One of the great lines at the end of that, though, is I'll see you in 20 years. Yeah. And it's exactly or 25 20 years. years or 25 wow. years. Yeah. And, wow. it's, and it's exactly that. And it wasn't, time. that wasn't like <clears throat> meant yeah. to happen. Yeah. And they so uh, this takes place 25 years later. Mm-hmm. He's still in the weird Black Lodge. He's been there for 25 years, this prisoner. And he's got a doppelganger. I don't think it's a big spoiler. There's kind of two doppelgangers that are out yeah. in the world. And so he plays three parts in it. It's weird. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have okay. not. You're not a fan of Twin Peaks, though, right? I have not. I don't know anything oh, about okay. Twin Peaks, so uh, it was a great series. I think we were in college when it came yeah, out, yeah. and we were just fascinated with it. Loved and we it. were pissed when we missed an episode. Yeah, and yeah uh, us in college—that was probably like the Friends thing later on. Is, yeah. yeah, everybody had to be watching that. It's really kind of sad if you've seen the series. You really get to love the characters, and it's sad watching the first couple episodes because. Two of them, Miguel Ferrar, one of them died, Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, in the first couple. And so you watch them in the first couple of episodes, um, like, wow, that person's gone. And it's kind of cut short, too. You could tell uh, Miguel Ferrar was going to have more to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could tell. And so I'm curious how they're going to deal with that. But Interesting. What else, Tom? Anything? Um, no, that's pretty much the TV I've been watching. I'm sure I've watched a million movies. I just can't think. Yeah. Cool. So, Patrick? Uh, well, since you and I met last week, I really haven't seen a whole heck of a lot. Caught the last three quarters of Triple X. Uh, That's the new, the one? new one? That's the new one. My wife went to Redbox, grabbed a bunch of stuff. And, okay, cool. And because uh, she thought I was going to be gone all day yesterday, <clears throat> and I wasn't. So, we ended up watching movies. Um, so, I caught three quarters of that. Uh, I like the original Triple X movie. This one just it didn't give. Uh, what's his Vin face? Diesel? Vin, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel enough screen time. They really they spread Isn't it. He the he's he he's the main X. character, but yeah. they they just tried spreading around with a bunch of the other characters, and it just wasn't oh. as interesting. And you know, movies like that, everything's so implausible. Yet this one went beyond that. That I just uh, I don't know. Things like that bug me now. Uh, if and you then, know going into it, though, does that help? If you know it's like, okay, I'm just going to suspend yeah, th- my No, that totally does okay. help, yeah. Okay. But still, I'm sitting there caught going, mm, yeah. no, that plane would have crashed by now. Um, just goofy crap like that. Uh, and then um, I've been catching up on uh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix. Uh, speaking of Tina Fey, because uh, she's writer producer for that show, and I get a big kick out of it. I tried to get into that, and I might need to go back and try again. It's bizarre. It the first couple episodes were just like weird. Yeah, and it, it's weird all the way. But throughout. I mean, you yeah. consider the talent that's in there. I mean, Ellie Kemper mm-hmm. is yeah, yeah, and yeah, Jane Krakowski. Good lord. <laughs> 
So uh been catching up on that because they just <clears throat> dropped season three. Um, I saw Bye Bye Man, uh, which also meant <laughs> Bye Bye One and a Half Hours on my life. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, no, I, you know, the first five minutes, like I you know, was sharing with you guys on yeah. Messenger, first five minutes was really great that the way they set it up, just, That's I thought, I, have you seen it, Josh? I fell asleep about halfway through. Okay. But I know what you're talking but about. But the first five minutes, yeah. I thought it just was very intense. It was interesting. And it, it was like they were trying to set up the rest of the movie with that first five minutes. And I thought they set it up pretty well. It's just uh, the writing was so bad. Yeah, I will finish it and I will talk about it. I yeah. just, uh, I conked out because it was like that night. My, I was like on my third movie and that was it. And I was like, I'm done. done. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, and other than that, just trying to keep up on Gotham. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, you want to go back, Greg? I, I, I hate to tell, steal more mic time, but I remembered one of the bigger ones that I wanted to talk about. I've seen Guardians <clears throat> of the Galaxy 2. Up top. Twice. Oh, man. I can't twice. wait. High-fiving me. Yeah. Yes. I can't wait to see it. Well, it's three of us who've seen it. So okay. Well, yeah, I won't give spoilers. It's it's a great movie. I I was very worried because it is a sequel to yeah. a Marvel, and Marvel sequels have not traditionally held up very well. It's, everyone I've talked to said it's better. It's, oh, I'm. Uh, I don't know that I give it that. The soundtrack is not as good as the first one. I oh, thought. Yeah. I disagree. Yeah, you disagree. Yeah. Wait, what is it? All eighties again? Oh, it's, yeah. It's yeah. same genre, but I just seventies. I, I thought the the music from the first one was a lot better than the second one, and. <clears throat> this one they kind of took a little bit more of the comedy out and input a lot more character development yeah which was nice but there's some spots where it gets pretty deep mm-hmm. so um, so do they introduce Howard the Duck I've got to know they don't introduce him he's in there he is in it mm-hmm. because he's at the end of the first right right he's in the second one okay it's a cameo it's yeah, nothing it's, so. it's, it's nothing yeah. big yeah okay but no I'm gonna give a spoiler I mean they defend the galaxy dang it <laughs> Now you don't have Do to they see defend it. it. No, they guard see it. They, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> they, well, guard they defended it. it so well the first time. Why did they need <clears> it? That's what I'm wondering. Why did they have to do it again? Ka-ching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. So that was it. What do you got, Josh? Uh, yeah. Uh, right at the top of my list, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, my brother was in town. My brother wanted to see Guardians <clears> of the Galaxy 2. I'm not a comic book, whatever fan, but I was like, hey, well, I'll drag my ass out and I'll go see that movie. I wanted to see Alien Covenant. He shot me down. He was the guest. We went and saw what he wanted to go see. Um, I liked it more than Volume 1. Really? Right out of the gate. Volume 1, though, for me, like, it was a lot of setup, and that's what I hate about these movies. Like, oh, sure. They bore the shit out of me, and I'll fall asleep, and I have a hard time getting through them. I went to Volume 2... And I was like, right out of the gate, there's some action going on. Like that movie starts, sorry Tom, with action, and it just mm-hmm. it, and and it just goes. And uh, I like the fact that it got deep. Like I like the fact that it got we we got to know some characters a little better. Um, you know, it, it dove into um, and Drax's character a lot more. I liked his backstory. I liked all that stuff. I thought the soundtrack was better, um, but. For me, the soundtracks for those movies are the best part of those movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that movie could, they could show black screen for two hours. And if they're playing that music the whole time, I'm in. Like, it, you'll take my 10 bucks. So uh, I like that. I dug Kurt Russell. Oh, um, yeah. great. His yeah. character in that was, I like <laughs> he does really that well, introduction. really well with it, yeah. I thought, I had an argument the night before with, not an argument, but like at the I was going back and forth with my brother-in-law about, I was like, Slice Stallone's in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He's like, no, he's not. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm telling you, he's in it. They introduced him somewhere. 
And so we went back and forth, and sure as shit, I was sitting next to him uh, when we went and saw that movie. And it's like, I told you so. I told you he's in this movie. Even if it's for, like, not very long, he's in the movie. So uh, go ahead, Patrick. Um, about Sly Stallone. And, yeah. you know, when they, they, <clears throat> they towards the, I'm not giving anything away by saying this, when he said it's good to have the group back together. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what he was referring to? He's I, setting up something. I don't recall what it was. Not necessarily. I don't. I, I, I'm just based on a little bit of information, I had an right. idea, but like the current guardians of the galaxy were not the original guardians of the galaxy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which, and okay. I'm not giving anything away because no. if no. you know the characters, you know uh, what that right. was. Yeah. So for me, like I said, I liked it more than volume <clears throat> two or more, more than volume one. So, uh, <clears throat> big ups to that movie. Cause I would see, I would see that one again. Uh, so I watched that. Uh, I, I shouted out to, well, the group, but Greg is the only one that bid on it. Uh, I saw Southpaw a couple days ago with Jake Gyllenhaal and Forrest Whitaker's in it and 50 Cent's in it. Um, it's legit. It's like really, I would almost, I was going back and forth debating about buying that movie. And then I found it on Netflix and I was like, oh, well, I'll check it out for free because I'm not sure how good it's going to be. I was surprised, A, that Jake Gyllenhaal didn't get a, an Oscar nod for that movie. Like, he was really, really good in that movie. Um, it's the best non-horror movie I've seen in a really long time. Um, it's really rough to watch. It's, like, sad. For me, it's like, and this might be, you tell me if I went too far, Greg, but to me, it's like, today's Rocky. For me, that okay. story is today's Rocky. <clears throat> um, I think it's not as good as Rocky, mm -hmm. but it like comparable. Yeah, it's okay. it's right there uh, with it for me. Um, the only thing negative I've heard about it is that it, it's very uh, formula, like it formulaic. Yeah. It is. It's like extreme. Very, like you can totally know where it's going. Yeah, the way it like, went at the end, I thought I was going to go a different <laughs> way, but it did go formula. It did go okay. Well, I was really hoping it would go left, and it didn't. It stayed right there on the road. So it didn't um, go Southpaw? Is what no, you're it did not go Southpaw. Uh, but it was really, really good. Yeah, he's a great actor, I think. Uh, so, and Bubble I was, Boy. Right after I got... Bubble Boy. <laughs> I didn't see Bubble Boy. Oh, you need to. Um, right after I got done with that, I didn't watch this, but I really wanted to go back and watch. Did anybody see Nightcrawler? No, I want to see it. Yes. Is that where he's the reporter? Yeah. Or the no. Photographer, I think? Yeah, yeah, Oh, it's yeah. good. It's super good, That's been but a long I couldn't find it, that. so... Um, I didn't go, I didn't watch that, but he's really great in Night, Nightcrawler too. If anybody hasn't seen that, isn't he like trying to like find like dead like yeah, car crashes? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, like that yeah. He like yeah. is a uh, uh, no, no. He's like a news chaser basically. Okay. He, uh, uh, but yeah, it's uh, that's really good. Uh, since my brother was in town, I watched Halloween Five because mm -hmm. that's something we used to watch all the time. I'm not gonna go you know too far into it, but that movie does not hold up at all. Um, <laughs> That was the, uh, the sequel to the one with his niece, right? Yeah, it's got um, <clears throat> Jamie in it. So his niece, Jamie's in it, yeah. Uh, Daniel Harris, Daniel mute. Harris is in it, yeah. So um, we watched that. It's, you know, he's not scary. Like, Michael Myers is not scary after you get past Halloween, like the yeah. original Halloween. He's just not scary. And uh, I wanted to talk about this really quick because I know at least Tom might have a take on this. So Danny McBride is writing the new Halloween for 2017. Mm -hmm. um, and he made a comment about, I want to make Michael Myers scary again. Uh, John Carpenter is coming on as a producer on it again. Um, and they're revamping Michael Myers, but it's not a sequel and it's not a reboot. I think it's 
coming off of Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween 2. And they're completely mm-hmm. ignoring Halloween 3. It's a weird thing they're doing. But he said he wanted to make Michael Myers scary again. And for me, like, did you watch, have you watched Rob Zombie's Halloween's yet? No. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> um, but you've seen them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Greg's seen them. For me, that's the scariest Michael Myers has ever been. Like, he's that's mm-hmm. as brutal as he's ever been in any of those movies. So I don't know how Danny McBride is going to make him scarier it's, is, than... Is he making a differentiation between what would be more thriller style as opposed to slasher style? I think he's going back to where the, the, the Michael Myers that was just very, like, slow, stalker Michael Myers as opposed to Rob Zombie's where he was just brutal right you moved a little faster um there was no stalking <clears throat> to that to his michael myers at all it was like i caught you and now here we go and that's kind of what i was i was gonna make a comment on that before patrick had said anything is there's a fine line between scary and gross and i use gross lightly but more like gruesome where rob zombie's halloween was like bloody gory slashing not really scary it was just like okay what's the next one? Oh, there's guts and oh sliced head off and oh this mm-hmm. that and the other thing blood yeah. everywhere whereas you go back to the john carpenter's halloween yeah. and it's the, it's almost a pot boiler yeah to a certain extent yeah. a pot boiling slasher mm-hmm. where he's he's slowly becoming more and more apparent yeah instead of just kind of hanging behind a tree or yeah, yeah. standing behind a bush scaring off a kid or something like yeah because there's a big difference between you know mm-hmm watching a movie getting to the end of it and saying, Oh yeah, that was, you know, that was really disgusting. That was gross or getting done with the movie and walking home and always having to look over your shoulder. Exactly. Yeah, I got you. exactly. Okay. That's fair. So, that's so, fair. so I'm wondering, you know, maybe that's yeah. what he's thinking is, you know, nothing against what Rob zombie had done, Yeah, but just thinking just different. Yeah. 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 I'll be really curious to see what he does, especially with John Carpenter hanging out over his shoulder uh, for the new, <laughs> no movie. pressure. Um, yeah. I got two more and I'll leave it alone. Um, I got two more, and then I have a topic I want to talk to you guys about real quick. Um, I watched a movie really quick on Netflix called Dig Two Graves. Anybody know it? Anybody uh-huh. seen it? Check out Dig Two Graves on Netflix. There's no names in it that I know. It's uh, two sheriffs. Um, it's like 1947. Two sheriffs have a little run-in with a group of gypsies, um, <clears throat> and something bad happens. And so many years later, uh, the sheriffs are – much older and they have kids and grandkids and they have the same run in with uh, the children of the gypsies from back when. And it's not really scary. There's nothing really scary to it. And if I would have known it was going to be booked as a revenge film, I probably wouldn't have watched it, Mm -hmm. but it was a really good revenge film. Okay. Um, So if you're into that kind of thing, dig two graves um, is super good. It does do a lot of flashing back and forth between the sheriffs being young and sheriffs being in present day. Um, but that didn't bug me too much uh, at all. Um, it's it's said it's more atmospheric than uh, than scary, but it's super good. So if you get a chance, and it's a really easy, quick watch too. I think it's like an hour and. 24 minutes or something like mm-hmm. that. It's not very long at all. So uh, Dig Two Graves, I definitely recommend. And then I ended my night last night um, because I watched a bunch of stuff that was just like uh, more serious and dark in tone. I wanted to watch something kind of funny and campy. So I found a film on Netflix called Zombievers. 
If you have, have you have, seen it? I have one. Okay. I actually have it on my list. It's, so it's in my queue. Campy and awful, <laughs> but it's such a fun. It's a fun watch, and uh, it's just there's a just it's just ridiculous. But it's it's a horror film and it's gory, um, but it's called Zombievers and it's zombie beavers and uh, kids that go camping in a cabin on a lake that has zombie beavers that attack them. So if you, uh, and it's all practical effects, no, no CGI. So all the, all the beavers were, uh, did they uh, harm the beavers? There, there was no beavers. There were no beavers, <laughs> no beavers were harmed in the technically movies. harmed in this movie. Um, <laughs> but it does is, uh, it's animatronics. The, the beavers uh-huh. are animatronic. So, um, no CGI, so I did like that. Uh, but yeah, if you if you if you need a movie to watch that you can just like, <laughs> I don't have to like really pay right. attention, and I don't have to even care. Zombievers on Netflix, you should check it out. Um, that's the last movie I have. I did want to bring up a topic really quick before we get into Get Out. I don't know how much time we have. We're at twenty five right now. But I'll try to I'll try to smoke through this really fast. Okay, so I know you're a fan, and I know you're a fan, and I don't know Tom's take on this. I've only seen the first one. So they made the last Resident Evil film. Mm-hmm. There's just last year, right? <clears throat> sure did. I think they made five or six of them. Mm-hmm. Six. Okay. So announced already. That movie just came out on Blu-ray like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. They're rebooting Resident Evil. They're making six new films. With all, did you already guys already know this? No, okay. I did not. They're rebooting Resident Evil with a whole new cast. No Mila Jovovich or whatever. James Wan is producing on it. Um, and they're already they're already setting up six new Resident Evil films, completely separate from the six that just came out. So I, I I'm not that's sure the, the topic. series. Let's discuss. I'm not sure the series can be a series without Mila Jovovich. She was the one who originated the character. She's hot as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I, she's just she created that series. Now, having said that. <clears throat> After Resident Evil 2, I don't think any of the movies were really worth it. Okay. Um, So we're talking, you know, two of the six movies were worth it. Maybe it is worth looking at doing a reboot of it and seeing what someone else can do with it, especially someone like James Wan. Yeah. Um, But then again, gets into that territory of is do we really need to reboot it or can we just let sleeping dogs lie? Yeah, exactly. Like, And if they're going to reboot it and for you – after the second one, the other four weren't, weren't really worth making. Why not reboot it after the second one? You know what I mean? Like, why make four more if you're already kind of thinking the right. wheels are turning on? Because Resident Evil, the first one came out. Does anybody know when? Mm, early 2000s. Okay. So they've been working on that those for 17 years now? Something like that. Yeah. And So that's a long <clears throat> time to be working six movies out. Are you pulling it up, Patrick? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll let you so, know. I mean, that's 17 years of... They could have just rebooted it, but two thousand two. Greg yeah. is like hand raising, so let's talk, Greg. <laughs> I have questions. We've I have got sta- answers. I have statements. Okay. I need to. I need to start with this. Resident <clears throat> Evil, the series Resident Evil, is one of my all time favorite video games. Yeah. When I first heard that they were coming out with a Resident Evil movie, I about wet myself. I was so happy, and I saw it. I wasn't disappointed. I also wasn't 
into as movies as much as I am right now. So I look back and I think, yeah, I probably should have been disappointed because when you when you go and you see a movie based on a book, a video game, or whatever, yeah, you want it to have some semblance of similarity between the two. <clears throat> Resident Evil was close, but not very. In fact, it was not really even close now that I look back at it because okay. the entire video game, the first Resident Evil, was based in a mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie okay. went that way. Yeah, yep. and for those who are listening and not watching me, I'm pointing my hand very sharply to the right. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> so I've seen that. I've seen Resident Evil Two, which they brought in a character which doesn't come in until the video game three. So the the movie series went their own way. Okay, which is fine. They're allowed to do that to a certain extent. My first question is, are they rebooting it because they want to bring it back closer to the content of the video game? Do you know this? I don't know the answer to that question. Okay, that's fine. That's that's kind of... I wish I did. That's what I'm hoping because that's what it seems like anybody who's rebooting anything is doing anymore. For Take, take for example, It. They yeah. want to go back closer to the book, the yeah. book yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm hoping that that's what they're going to try and do is try to keep it closer <clears throat> to the video game. My second question is, do you know what type of a rating they're going for? I don't. I don't. What was the first PG-13? PG-13. Yeah. Which I'm assuming they did that because they wanted to encapsulate. Encapsulate? They wanted to encompass. They wanted to shoot for the group that is gaming. Yeah. Which at that time, I I just graduated high school when that came out. So I was 18. You're not going to get many teens in that genre to go to a rated R movie without their parents. Yeah, You're not right. going to let many parents allow yeah. the other teens to go to that. So I'm assuming that they did that because they wanted to capture as big of an audience as they possibly could. Again, that's fine. That was their choice. <clears throat> if, um, sorry, 2.1 question. James Wan was, remind me what he, what else he's done. So he did the Conjuring movies. Conjuring. Okay. He did Saw. Annabelle. Saw. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. So he's, he's deep into horror. Yeah, but he's veering. He's slowly veering out because he uh, he's been offered some some outside of that genre of films that mm-hmm. I know he's chasing, and uh, yeah. So, but yes, he's very much in the horror genre. But he's he's done good horror, which is yeah. very happy for me to hear because it might be a slight return to the horror genre, whereas the movies, the Resident Evil movies, were more action with horror aspects. Yeah. Um, there were some horrific scenes. Like one of the best death scenes I've ever seen was the, the military people in that, that tunnel, the laser tunnel. Yeah. I've seen resident evil maybe when it first came out. So I haven't <clears> seen <throat> one since. Okay. Those came out. That was probably one of the coolest death scenes ever. And they set it up really, really nicely as a horror film, but they went completely action with it. Yeah. Again, their call. That's fine. Whatever. I would love to see a horror Resident Evil movie where you are playing it just like, let me rephrase, where it plays just like the game. Yeah. Not necessarily the one camera setup, but more of the, I'm sitting on my seat. I swear to God, there's something that's going to jump out at me instead of what they had in the movies of, we see all the zombies, we see that they're hungry, they're eating brains and flesh and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But there's nothing that really pops out and scares the ever living crap out of you. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. I, I, I'm okay with the with the reboot if they go 
if they go a little closer to what the games were. <clears throat> cool. I just wanted to anything though. Haven't seen them. Okay, yeah, I'm right there with you, buddy. Because uh, I, I, I've played the games, <clears throat> yeah. but I haven't, yeah, yeah, we've we've got every DVD except <laughs> for this last one. And you know, it's one of those things where I've got the rest of them. Do I buy it? Yeah. But the movie just didn't. Yeah, yeah. So Rachel and I were like, ah, I don't think we have to buy it just to fill out the collection. Will we ever watch it again? Probably not. <laughs> so um, let's get to if we have nothing else to uh, to chat about. But what we watched, let's get to our topic of the week. So uh, this week, uh, three movies were released on, on Blu-ray um, that you can go out into your uh, local electronic store, I guess, or Walmart or whatever it is and, and pick up if you if you want to. But there's a movie called XX that just came out and it was really big on the festival scene. Um, I picked that up and uh, I have not watched it yet, but that came out. Uh, Logan came out on Blu-ray this I week. I just saw that. Um, oh, it does have the noir version movie. on it. That would be so, interesting to check out. Uh, really? You can watch the noir version of Logan if you pick up the three-disc uh, Blu-ray. It was like 20 bucks. So, mm. um, so yeah, Logan, which, again, for someone who's not a comic book fan, I love Logan. I'll be really curious to see that movie in uh, black and white. And our movie for the night that we're going to talk about just came out this week. And we are talking about Get Out. So, Get Out. Um, I'm out. All right. <laughs> so, Get Out. Now that Chris and his girlfriend Rose have reached the meet the parents milestone of dating, she invites him for a weekend getaway upstate with Missy and Dean. At first, Chris reads the family overly accommodating behavior as nervous attempts to deal with their daughter's interracial relationship. But as the weekend progresses, a series of increasingly disturbing discoveries lead him to a truth that he could never have imagined. Uh, let's see. Rotten Tomatoes. The critics give it 99%. The audience gives it 88%. On IMDb, uh, 7.9 stars with a meta score of 84 who thinks that's uh, well, pretty good? Well, or do you think that's right? I think it's pretty pretty spot on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to me, it's probably the best movie I've seen all yeah. year. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I absolutely loved it. So, Tom, you want to start then? You want to start? I, just, I yeah, sure. I mean, I I didn't really know much about it going into it, uh, which I'm really happy I didn't. And um, I did see an interview with the director that. When he was point blank asked who, I was Tom Patrick this, who the monster is, he said it's racism. That's how he, the director and the guy who wrote it, um, defines the monster. So that's all I knew about going into it. Um, I thought there's some pretty, you kind of, Stepford Wives, did that remind mm-hmm. anybody? You know, yep. see, so you're starting to think it's that. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Can we give stuff? We can't give stuff away. Right? Uh, it's still too fresh. Came think, out this yeah. week, so maybe we shouldn't spoil. It okay, much. so maybe I'll just leave it with that. <clears throat> um, you, you know something nefarious is going on throughout, and what I liked about it is we were talking earlier. This is the thriller type of a, a of a movie, yeah, mm-hmm. that ends up kind of as a slasher. Yes. I, yep. I but, got you there. Yep. But it's uh, someone was talking about the pot boiling. That's what this movie is. Oh, yes. definitely. The Absolutely. entire way Absolutely. through. Absolutely. And you identify with this guy immediately. And so um, the acting was great. Is yeah. it Bradley Whitford? Is that? That's, his that's the name, right? dad. Yeah. That's the, the father. That's the father. Yep. Yeah. He's he is great in it. You know, for being yeah. a character actor, he really 
did well in this one. Mm-hmm. I love him. He was also in, what was that other horror movie that was great? Cabin in the Woods or whatever that he, he oh, yeah. wasn't that. Yeah. Yeah. He was in yeah. Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's I'll just start with that. I, I thought the acting was terrific. I thought the story development was tricky. It's funny. There are definitely some funny moments. Um, I think it was a good blend where they where he pulled you into something extremely, extremely intense and then gave you that relief. Yeah. I thought it was a really good formula that, that he was working with. Yeah, he's a good storyteller. Greg? <laughs> um, I, I did enjoy this movie a lot. Um, I felt it was very formulaic, which is okay. A little bit predictable, also okay. Okay. Because it sucked me in immediately. Um, I, I was able to call a lot of what was going to happen. Okay. Um, mostly it was right before it happened. So it wasn't like early on. You saw it a mile away. <clears throat> no, I didn't okay. see it a mile away. I saw it about right before it yeah, hit yeah. me in the face. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I, I did feel a lot of, uh, Stepford wives yeah. in this. I felt a lot of Rosemary's baby. Yeah. It's and I know why I love Josh it. loves this movie because I felt tusk in this. A little bit. Yeah. A mm-hmm. lot bit. I felt the tusk in this towards the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, it, in it, without giving much weight in that, like in Tusk, he's kind of in a situation where it does look, it's getting worse and worse and worse. A little bit. Uh, is yeah. that kind of what you mean? Like, yeah. It's just like <clears throat> the, you can, you first, you get there, you sense that something about the situation is off, but we're going to keep going because we want to see how further this is going to progress. Right. And okay. as soon as he hit the, uh, and the this, twi- let's say the twist. I don't want to say the twist. I want to the the point where he's interviewed or not interviewed. He's having the talk with Catherine Keener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Catherine Keener, by the way, yeah. fucking it's, awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love Catherine yeah. Keener. She plays an amazing evil yeah. person. She's great. Um, did I just give something away? No. no. Okay, no. good. No. <clears throat> so uh, just kind of starting at the top here, um, I thought it was interesting. The, the very opening scene they went with a, a Disney-esque soundtrack as the guy's getting choked out. Uh, the music at the beginning of this movie is just like... Yeah. I'm yeah. going to take that and segue into the soundtrack or lack thereof in this movie makes the movie. Yeah, it yeah. works. The silence in it is so uncomfortable yeah. that when the music finally fires up, it's just like, oh my God, uh, this is... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they, they did really well with the soundtrack and the silence use. Um, let me see here. I've been taking classes uh, for film up in Omaha. And one of my most recent classes was cinematography where they were kind of teaching us to watch for symbolism in movies, which I am terrible at symbolism. I don't know if you guys catch on or anything like that. Horrible at following symbolism. I don't catch it until like I read an article later on and then it makes sense. I caught one in this film. Okay. I was so excited about like wet myself. Can you say say or not? Did you pause it? You were just like, yes. No. I, I wrote it down. I wrote the note down because I thought something's going to come back to that. Yeah. And I feel like it did. Uh, when he's getting, when Chris is getting the first tour of the house, they walk past the door and the guy says, or the dad says, uh, we had to seal this off because of oh, black yep, mold. Yep, yep. Yep. Gotcha. I don't gotcha. know if any, did you guys, any of you guys catch? I did not uh, catch that. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's have some fun here because I'm glad I caught this. <laughs> mold symbolizes transformation. Is this going to give stuff away? Because I bet I just did. Uh, Patrick? Uh, just be careful. Okay. <laughs> I, I will try and be as careful as I can. Mold symbolizes transformation. So when that thing, God damn it, this is going to be tough. Yeah, I don't know if you can go there. Nope. Shit. 
I may have just given some stuff. But away. we no, can have this no, conversation. No, no, <laughs> okay, we can have this offer. Yeah. So yeah. I caught symbolism. Hooray me, everybody. <laughs> Cheers and applause. I am freaking awesome. I'm top. High five. Um, yeah, uh, predictable story, but very, still very enticing. Uh, love the ending. I won't go any further than yeah. that. I nope. I saw it going one way. It did not. You, yeah. you know there's an excited. alternate ending. Have I did see it? the alternate okay. ending. And the I alternate ending was that, the way yeah. that I thought it was going to go. Yeah. We don't have yeah. the DVD yet, so I haven't seen the alternate okay. ending. Um, the final song that they play the end credits. is goddamn terrifying. Which, again, falls into the... Uh, the soundtrack what, of this what song. Do they play? I'll off the look. Can it we, up. we can't say. Yeah, that I don't. Okay. I don't yeah. know what it it's, is. I mean, it doesn't give anything away. We'll look it up later. But the, okay. just how it portrayed with the movie, and it just adds to the soundtrack of how everything went really well. Uh, yeah, I was just I was very pleased by this movie. Um, bought it on a whim because Josh told me I wouldn't regret it, and he was correct. So a pop. Oh, it was. Uh, I've had the time of my life. <laughs> that was in there. Actually. That wasn't the last song. Uh, Redbone, I think, is what it was. Probably. Uh, Donald Glover wrote that. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So, that was all I had. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I walked out of this movie feeling really dirty and gross. Like, I felt like I had to go home and, like, wash mm-hmm. some grossness off. Um, I, the movie's not scary. <laughs> it's just... Like in the sense of being like a scary, it's not a scary movie, but mm-hmm. I, you feel scared for him the whole movie. Um, so uh, again, the you guys touched on a bunch of everything. The acting was great. Um, I did not see any of it coming. I was really terrible about calling anything, and I. But I also I didn't want to call it because. I didn't want to be like, this is going to happen. And then it doesn't happen. And I just feel like a terrible person. <laughs> um, so I sat there um, in the theater. I took my wife to it and uh, just, yeah, it just feel really gross at the end of that. It's really uncomfortable. It's a really uncomfortable movie to watch. Um, I, I sat there questioning things that I weren't, I wasn't sure if they were real, like the scene with, Catherine Keener in the office, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then he and then what he, happens then he shoots <laughs> up and then he wakes up, and you're like, yeah. okay, what did did that happen? Or was or it a dream? It happen? Right. Was it a dream? And then things at the end kind of start to happen, and you're like, okay, that that really did happen. Um, it's really hard, hard to talk about this movie without giving anything, right? Up. Really, yeah. um, but uh, uh, you know, overall, uh, the, for me, the movie was, uh, you know, Patrick said it, it's the Probably the best horror film. I put it right next to Split. I was a big fan of Split. I saw that in the movie theater a ton of times. Get Out's right there with it. Um, uh, I don't know anything coming out this year, really, that's going to be able to touch that movie mm-hmm. as far as originality goes. Um, I'm really curious to see as to where... Um, was it Jordan Peele? Yeah. Jordan Peele did mm-hmm. this? Yeah. Where he goes next. Um and what uh, he brings to the table after this, because now he can do anything he wants to. Um, yeah, that's that's. <clears throat> I you guys hit on basically everything, um, and I'm happy. I was happy to sit here and listen to it because it's, um, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. So, you guys all talked about the character actors, but the lead actor, and I'm not sure on how to pronounce his last name, Daniel Kaluuya. I guess. Yeah. Danny I th- K. Yeah. Uh, 
I thought he was outstanding. Yeah, yeah. He was absolutely good. outstanding. You no. know, when you know we talked about uh, Split, the main <clears throat> character in that one, how he made the movie. This gentleman made this movie as well. I don't know if it w- would have been as good if we didn't have those great supporting actors with uh, Catherine Keener yeah. and, and uh, uh, Bradley Whitford. But there was another actor in there whom I I just think is an incredible character actor, going from drama to yeah, comedy to yeah. Stephen Root. Root. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's he, in that, yeah. yeah. Right, he does dodgeball and then yeah, he does yeah. dodgeball and then something yeah. like this, you mm-hmm. know, and and he's dark too in this movie. Yeah, um, and, and and there's a woman that has only about two minutes of screen time. Oh, uh, the, the the maid. I, I thought was the best thing. That was frightening. Watching her transformation. Oh yeah, yeah. That was terrifying to me. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, how many emotions can she show in the yeah. matter of 30 seconds? Right. It was and the insane. camera just stays on her. Stays it's right like, on her. No, I, I completely agree with that. Is that Betty Gabriel? <coughs> that sounds right. I, yeah. I, 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 I will throw in the fact that I'm glad that they threw, I threw scenes in, um, like the TSA uh, yeah. conversation in the, yeah. the police office. The, yeah. <laughs> Because uh, they needed the break, the, they yeah. needed that, the break, yeah, um, a little bit. Um, and it was kind of a fun scene too. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was yeah. great. It was a great scene. Yeah. Um, it was the only scene I was like, oh, I can breathe yeah. for a second. <laughs> and you know, with with Jordan Peele having written and directed this, uh, uh, to me, uh, that just kind of took me back. Uh, took me aback um, because I'd only seen um, the comedy stuff that he does, mm-hmm. and to see him be able to do this, step up, and and just totally hit a home run on this. I mean, good for him. Uh, so he's talented. He's a talented individual. Yeah, is, definitely. This proves that he can, he's not a, a one trick pony. Uh, exactly. So tremendous amount of pressure for the next. Oh, right. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Now so. it also begs the question are how many comedy writers are going to come over to this genre and take their crack at horror because Jordan Peele just did it. Danny McBride's doing mm-hmm. it now. Yeah. Like who in the comedy world is next? Let him. Coming? Let him. I mean, yeah. you, saw, you saw what Robin Williams was able to do. In yeah. some of the, he's, he was able no. to step over pretty easily. So, so I think oh. you just, you do exactly opposite of what you're, what you're normally able to do. And yeah, you know, for, if you look at it, comedy and horror are not too far off. You're talking just light versus dark essentially. Yeah. So, when I've always felt that comedy is much more difficult to do than mm-hmm. drama. And I think that's why it's a little bit easier for people who excel at comedy to step over and do drama. Just a thought. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. <clears throat> so let's go around the table and give our own stars for Get Out, Greg. Out of how many? Ten. Eight. Eight. I give it an eight. Tom? Uh, I'd give it a nine. Solid nine. Yeah, I'm right there. Right there at that nine number. But I could be a dick and just say 8.5. <laughs> um, so we all pretty much agree that Get Out was, yeah, definitely uh, go out and go out and get get Get, get out. out. Yeah. Go out and get out. I couldn't put that together get, at all. Get out. So, and now it's coming to the time where out. like I can't even talk. So <laughs> should we do uh, Kind of like plugs? the last time we Yeah, uh, no, right? Let's do plugs. Greg? I guess I'm probably one of the only ones. If you're looking for some other movie reviews, check out gregthemovieguy.blogspot.com. Trying to stay caught up and getting some uh, some fresh movies out there. We've got the Hollywood blockbuster season is upon us. I've already got my review up for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. It's a great movie. I've seen it twice. And I highly recommend if you love Guardians of the Galaxy, go out and check this one out. You won't be disappointed. 
Um, got some other great movies on there, ones that have been released. I've got uh, just put up Super Bad and uh, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, a couple other great movies you should check out if you haven't. And if you haven't, get out from under the rock you are living under. Um, again, that is Greg the Movie Guy. Blogspot.com. Tom, Not anything? A- nothing? Nothing to plug? Mm-mm. All right, Patrick? Prairie Lights Film Festival. Oh, we can because, start that. Because yeah, we, we are all involved with it in uh, multiple ways. Uh, October 20th, 21st, and 22nd in Grand Island, Nebraska. I believe the, uh, the, the, the it's at the, the Grand Theater. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Um, Nebraska uh, Films by Nebraska Filmmakers. Awesome stuff. It's a great or lineup in Nebraska. What's that? Films by Nebraskans filmed in Nebraska. Not necessarily filmed in Nebraska. Well, they can be. They can be. It just it has to be affiliated with Nebraska somehow. Right. <clears throat> yeah. It's, they already have a really great lineup uh, going. Um, this Flat- is Matt's last year, so I'm sure he'll <laughs> do some big hurrah with it. Um, and then they're going to get their new their new showrunner next year with Mark. Mark. He'll be good. doing it. He'll be good. Um, so, yeah, Prairie Lakes Film Festival is, uh, is my favorite time <clears throat> of year. And it's uh, again, it's on the cheap. It's super cheap, ten bucks for the whole weekend. Gets you a ton of movies, the free popcorn and soda vouchers. They have after parties. If you can stay awake for <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, discounts. <laughs> I mean, it's a great it weekend, be, and it's a late. super cheap weekend. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're a film lover, go out and check that out. It's a, it's a really, it's a fantastic time. So. Um, <laughs> I heard it. Somebody's hungry. So it's, it's hungry. Like, yes. let's wrap it up. Uh, check us out on midnightfrightfilms.com. Uh, we got a ton of stuff up there. Links to our YouTube page and the shorts that are up on that. Uh, you can check us out on Midnight Frights on the Facebook. Check us out on the Midnight Frightcast. And we are on the Insta of Gramming now. And uh, are we all looking at pornography? I cannot see this side of the computer. And <laughs> no, I'm just like eyeballing the shit out of it. No, I'm looking at the uh, Prairie Lights Film Festival website and I'm seeing uh, Keister posted his uh, world premiere of Return of the Robo Mummy from Outer Space yeah, Part he, 7. He's got a good cast for that too. Mm-hmm. So I'll be curious to see how that goes. So, yeah. All right. It's going to be fun. It, it'll so, be good. It's a good yeah. time. Prairie Lights Film Festival, Midnight Fright Films, Midnight Fright Cast. Anything else? Okay, let's call it a day uh, for Midnight Fright Cast. I'm Josh, Greg, and Tom, and Patrick, and we're done. All right, see you later. later.